Welcome to Thriving Your Love, a podcast where we will guide and help you improve your most precious relationships in life. This podcast is produced and hosted by certified emotionally focused therapist, Claudio Vargas Silva, licensed marriage and family therapist, and Trisha Kim Walsh, also licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome back viewers and listeners to Thriving Your Love. We are going to be completing today's episode and this discussion around healing from affairs. And Claudio, again, this topic is so, so overwhelming for, for partners to even begin to discuss that it makes sense. It can be even more scary to know what will it take for us to repair? What will, what will we need to do to heal? How do we even get there? What does that even look like? It is such a journey, and this episode, I'm hoping for all of you to really appreciate that we have been in the room with couples in repairing affairs, and we really do have an insight of what this can look like, and we do see outcomes that can even allow for partners to become closer than they've ever been before. There is a possibility of that. It does take a lot of work, and we're here to talk about that today, of how you're going to be able to heal and repair and connect more deeply with your partner after an affair. Yes, Trisha. And we talked in the other episodes how couples, when they are trying to have conversations regarding the affair, on many occasions, they are focused on attacking and defending. So the partner that was injured is really upset and, and sometimes wanting to make the other person really suffer for what they did. The other person, many times they are defensive and they are trying to excuse themselves. And that conversation really doesn't take them anywhere. So what we want to help couples in this episode is how they can talk in such a way that they are vulnerable. They are not attacking or defending. They are talking from their hearts. They're, they're really exposing their pain. And then in doing this, as you, as you mentioned, Trisha, they are going to connect in an intimate level. And by the way, this is really the antidote for their relationship. Because many times these things happen because couples are not really well connected. And then in these conversations, they learn how they become really close when they talk about their feelings. And instead of focusing on retaliation and showing anger, they actually expose their soft feelings, their sadness, their fears. And by doing this, they're going to get closer to each other. And this will help their relationship. And sometimes they are going to get a new honeymoon phase that they feel like they are really fresh, like a new start. I think one of the greatest gifts you can give to your partner is your courage to show your vulnerability. It is the most loving thing you can do in your partnership. It's something that is reserved for the most precious people in your life. And what also is on the other side of that vulnerability is remorse. It's really important that in an affair, the person, the partner that injured the other is able to truly listen and to hold the pain 
And be reminded, Claudia, right? You're holding both pain. You're holding the pain that you're going through, that, that you caused this, and that you're also holding the pain of the partner whom you love, that you're trying to find a way back to connection, and the fear of the possibility that there is not forgiveness, that the patience can be tormenting. I want to truly show you with ownership the remorse that I have that I caused you this pain, this unthinkable pain that did happen. And how do I let you know that I realize and take responsibility for what I did? How do we even get to this place? And how do I make sure that I never put us in this situation again, that you would doubt me, my integrity, you would distrust me, that we would lose this love that clearly the partners that are sitting in, in front of us are working so hard to say, we still want this relationship to exist. We still love each other. We still have had a life together. We may have even had and still do have children together that we're raising. There's a lot of pain around the responsibility of that ownership, Claudia, of really showing that remorse in the sound of your voice, in the facial expressions of, I really get and know how much I've hurt you. Yes, Trisha, exactly. So when we think about the conversation, like let's say that anyone can start this conversation, but let's say that if the conversation it starts with the person who was hurt and this person talks from a position of vulnerability, talks about their feelings, about yes. their sadness, fear of losing their partner, their feelings of insecurity or feeling so inferior, so humiliated, so little. So they talk about their sadness and, and how this affected them, the pain that it caused them. The focus is not in talking about the other person's character and the horrible right. thing that they did and why they did that and why that person doesn't love me. No, the focus is on me, how I feel. You know, this was so hard for me. You cannot imagine how much I have suffered because you are so important to me and I love you so much. You mean so much to me that when you did this, this really, it broke my heart and I felt so inferior, so less and so unloved. This was really tough for me to go through. We see that this kind of a talk is totally different than focusing or fixing in the other person in showing what how horrible or that person is or what they did but focusing on how i feel and then the other partner will take ownership as you said yes I, you know i'm so sad for what i did i shouldn't ever have done that and i know that what i did to you you didn't deserve that and i caused you immense pain and I'm so sad that I caused this pain on you. You don't have to forgive me, but I still love you and I want to have your forgiveness. So as you are mentioning the vulnerability of the two of them, one talking about their pain, how they feel, and the other 
taking total ownership in a humble way, not trying to dismiss the other person's feelings, not trying to make what they did small, like it was nothing. Oh, I didn't intend to. I even really, you know, didn't like them. No, that, that's not the thing. The thing is like really taking ownership that this is something big. This is something hurtful. Don't try to make it small, right? And then when the person takes total ownership, recognize, acknowledges what they did to the other person, Trisha. Right, Claudio. I think highlighting that often my couples in these situations ask for tools. They want to repair this. They want to get back online. And there's a certain level of logic in our world where we think we can use our brains to repair this, right? You know, we're we're as a human species very resilient we can think our way through work related problems but when it comes to the matters of the heart claudio the reason why i turn to emotionally focused therapy is for the tools that exist within emotions that we are biologically attached and willed to attach so showing your heart showing your emotions claudio really highlighting that is how do you really let your partner know that you realize that things will never be the same again, that this happened and that listening, learning about your partner's pain, holding that space to say, I caused this pain. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to show you that I'm not going anywhere, that you matter to me, that I caused you hurt and I'm feeling shame about the fact that I caused this. And I'm willing to come into therapy, which I think is a very brave thing is to say, I'm willing to learn about what happened that caused me to do this in the first place, because I want to learn how I never do this again. And forgiveness is a two-way street, is that there also is the forgiveness of the, the person that caused the injury, forgiving themselves, Claudio. I think I spend a lot of time with the partner realizing the harm that they've caused, they are also needing to have forgiveness of themselves as that was another part in their journey of who they are as a human being to understand the factors that took them away from the relationship and that I'm helping them be vulnerable with themselves is to like learn more about how they got to this place that with vulnerability toward themselves and forgiveness towards themselves, they can make space to turn to the other to say, I am deserving of forgiveness. I am deserving of healing and repair, which I think can be a really beautiful trans transformational process in the affair of I'm coming to you knowing that you may not forgive me. You may choose that you no longer want to be in the relationship but I'm going to do everything I can to show you that I'm doing the work to let you know my remorse, my regret, that I can't take back what happened, but I can impact how I am treating you with love and respect and with trust that I'm going to show you parts of me that I've not even seen myself in hopes that that will be enough for you to trust me again. Yes, and one thing too, Trisha, is that the partner that was hurt tells the other what they need from the other to yes. feel secure, 
right? To feel yes. safe in the relationship. And in these communications, in these conversations that they have, as I was saying, this is the antidote, not only to heal injury, the attachment injury, but also to really come close together, to become more connected, and in this way, prevent from happening other injuries in the future, because as they become closer, this really is going to help them. This is the, the best antidote to face problems together, having this safe connection. Right, Claudio. I, I love what you're naming is the ability for the, the one that's injured, it is another act of vulnerability for them to share what they're needing most. And what they're needing is that emotional security, the secure attachment that we've spent several episodes speaking about, which is what makes emotionally focused therapy such a wonderful model to use when it does come to working with couples and affairs, is that I do see a higher success outcome from an attachment lens of helping the injured party, the partner to be able to say, I'm also deserving of asking for what I'm needing is to know that you're never going, you're not going to hurt me in this way ever again. And I know what I need in order to do that. And I can set boundaries. That's another thing, Claudia. I was like naming the boundaries of in order for me to feel safe in this relationship, this is what it looks like. And this is what I need for you to be working on. And then in a loving, supportive environment, if you are in couples therapy, which again, I do invite our viewers, listeners to be in some type of professional service because affairs are so, they can be so overwhelming with filled with emotions and regret and remorse that a forgiveness conversation is higher outcome of success in a safe, uninterrupted environment with a professional sitting in front of you. This way we finish today, these four episodes of Healing from Affairs. We still want to stay with you all in our future episodes with different themes. That's correct, Ladio. Thanks everyone for listening. Wonderful to have you here today with us. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We hope you'll join us soon again for our next episode of Thriving Your Love.